Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. Ellie Danka, Bharati Jagdish, and Ryan Huang. It's time now for Why It Matters. Now, there's never been a better time for job seekers, has there? 2022 continues to offer a huge number of options for those looking to change jobs, roles, and even careers. Amid a tight labor market and a war for talent, Singapore is also looking at encouraging more categories of job seekers to join the workforce. Yeah, we're going to talk about an untapped one, the one mm. that we always take for granted, not right, huh? Mm. This pool of ta- talent includes women returnees that can increase the workforce. Mm. Basically, you know, if you're going back to the workplace, let's be frank, for a lady who has taken a break, it's an uphill task. Yeah, it is. I mean, a lot of women might take a break for maternity leave Mm. and... Even those four months or three months or whatever amount you choose to take at the end of it, you might end up coming back to quite a different workforce where people see you very differently. They might see you as, oh, this one's going to take a lot of time off in order to look after the child or, you know, things like that. Even if you probably won't and, you know, you you might have figured out a way of making your spouse also help out with household duties and you won't take a lot of time off. Mm. So... The fact is, first of all, those biases exist. And then on top of it, you'll have to readjust to being at the workplace Mm, as well mm. and to going back to what you used to be or even to excel beyond that. So from compromising on their salaries to being questioned about their commitment and worth, these women face all of these hurdles. Some of them are self-inflicted, but a lot of them are from the external world too. Let's see if we can help them get the edge with this conversation. Chok Yu Ying, who is Chief Growth Officer at Seek Asia, is on the line. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good. Thanks so much for helping us out. Let's uh, try and do some good this morning. Uh, so an extension of Seek, which is Seek Asia, you guys combine the two giants in job portal brands, which is JobsDB and JobStreet. Tell us a bit more about Seek Asia and how it's grown over the years. Yes, that's right. Seek Asia owns the two giants, JobStreet. Uh, in this region, JobStreet is in Malaysia, Singapore, as well as Philippines. And JobsDB's brand exists in Hong Kong and also Thailand. So over the years, um, if I can kind of just wind back, you know, two years of pandemic, you know, we've evidently seen really a drop of the job offerings as a whole in this region worldwide as well. Um, but now, um, as you rightly kind of pointed out, the job market is actually buzzing and that's really kind of a whole lot of uh, opportunities on offer all around as the kind of market recovers. In fact, to really encourage this wave of um you know, jobs and all that, we are having an ongoing virtual career fair. Uh, And this virtual career fair is the first of its kind. It's a region, biggest virtual career fair, which actually features tech jobs. So we are kind of empowering everyone to really look for the sexiest tech job in the region um, for, for you to kind of explore your careers. (laughs) Okay, I know that there is a skills shortage there and tech talent these days is getting paid a huge premium Yeah, if they have the skills that are required. Among the people who have the skills, of course, are women as well, right? Absolutely. And we were just talking about how it can be quite challenging for women to return to the workforce if they've taken a career break for whatever reason, whether it's just maternity leave or they took an extended break to study or they took an extended break to look after their child. So... 
Elliot and I mentioned a few of those challenges. Give us your perspective on those and what are the other specific ones that women face when trying to get back into the workforce? Right now, they're being encouraged to come back. Companies want them, but still there are challenges, right? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, thanks, Parati, for that question. Um, you know, there's a big thing around diversity. I, I'll come back to that. Mm. But if I kind of take a step back and look into the region, really a lot of the societies here are still very heavily patriarchal, which means that the um, gender stereotype that, you know, women should be the primary caregiver of the family, as you kind of rightly pointed out, you know, mm. whether it's childcare, you know, whether it's not only childcare, you know, like um, people take, uh, women take career breaks to take care of their yeah, aging relatives as well. It's yeah, let's not forget them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, expected that it's women that actually do that. And this actually you know, shows in the labour force participation rate around the region. So if you look at the Southeast Asian, you know, the stats, men's participation rate is at 80%, while women, it's slightly less than 60 So there is a 20% pitch point gap. You know, it's similar around the world, as in some regions worse, but I mean, the reality is 20% is actually a huge number. So you can imagine that there are really a lot more women that can re-enter the workforce compared to men. And of course, that kind of brings about, you know, the challenges that you kind of mentioned as well. So if I kind of break down some of the challenges, I think first of all, if, you know, you took a complete career break, you know, maternity leave, your job still kind of remains to for you to come back to the other challenges space. But if you came out of the workforce and you want to re-enter it, finding the right job, finding the next job and the whole process of it is a challenge. It could be very daunting. Mm. Now, secondly, of course, whether, you know, coping in that new job or coping in the job after you return you know, from your career back, still in the same break, still in the same company, that then actually, you actually need to kind of balance between the work and your family or whatever, you know, like uh, responsibilities that you have, you know, within the family or, or otherwise outside work. And, and that's a lot of stress for coping. And mm. especially I think that if you look at these two years, a lot of stress has been heightened um, during this time due to the pandemic. I mean, like a lot of um, expectations at home, a lot of things that, you know, cropped up in the household that has actually, you know, exacerbated, you know, all these stress and burnout issues. You know, therefore, there, there is a lot to cope with. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad you talked about gender roles within the household. Those really need to be re-examined, right? And while husbands and wives re-examine those on their own, what role can companies play? I mean, some have suggested that if companies are more open to giving men uh, more paternity leave or more time off, more flexible work arrangements, that those gender roles can be rebalanced as well in the household and then there will be a more level playing field both at home and and at the workplace. What's your perspective on this? And are companies open to this? I think they're more and more open to it. We are seeing that in our recent survey as well. So I think the diversity agenda has been pushed on top of mind for many companies um, because it has become a challenge. And we know that women are really kind of some of the best brains and some of the best workers for companies. So it is becoming a very important agenda. And somewhat when we talk about, you know, the pandemic era, 
it has also emerged that companies are also a lot more open to you know, flexible working arrangements. Now, we see in the survey that in Singapore itself, six out of 10 companies have some sort of flexible working arrangement. So those actually helps. Now, I mean, I think that is still a long way to go in terms of, you know, the equality in terms of responsibilities, both in the household, right. you know, like and coping with the workplace. But certainly we do see signs of that emerging, which is good. Um, but let's work harder to kind of make that a reality as well. I think the kind of awareness in the company to push for all this agenda is actually a good start. And, you know, like, People like you, people like me, you know, taking this topic up and really kind of pushing it and creating awareness of it is actually great. Personally, I I, I don't always connect to it because to me, I immediately blame parents. My mm. mother had a more promising career. She gave it up when I was born. And, you know, I, I had grandparents who believed that uh, women stay home, take care of the kid. But my, my mother, mm. the woman, had a better career prospect. So I've always felt that was unfair. She went back to the workforce eventually. Help these ladies out. I mean, how can a woman pace herself when she comes back into the workforce? What should she prepare herself for? Yeah, so, yes, absolutely. So maybe I kind of start at the beginning a little bit so that, you know, like we go through the whole process. So if, let's say, the lady took a career break of, you know, however long months or years, I think firstly... You know, a person has to kind of feel ready to join the workforce by really building the right support system so that she can actually have the right mindset, go forward with confidence and self-worth. And when we talk about the right support systems, having the agreement, the re- splitting the responsibilities, having the kind of right childcare arrangements or whatever kind of uh, caregiving arrangements that split either between siblings or, you know, you outsource or or whatever arrangements, you know, like feel that it's the right one that gives you the space to have that peace of mind and confidence. You, you don't want to be worried about these things when you kind of go back to work. So that's the first step. Create that right support system. And secondly, if you were to kind of look for a job, do that the research up front, right? Have the awareness of, hey, what is the marketplace like now in right. terms of, you know, jobs, you know, what shifted, what are the practices that change. Mm. And if, let's say, you have to reinvent yourself, then make the preparations for that. So mm. the reality remains that you may have, you know, kind of certain work and all that, may have to catch up with some parts, you know, of that industry. So, you know, so you may need to reinvent yourself and, and do that, right? So yeah. get help on how to kind of close the gap and then set the right expectations. Okay. Again, you know, going back to my first point of like setting the support system. Now, set the right expectation not only with your family, but with the organization as well. And as well as with yourself to ensure that you are not setting yourself up for failure with unrealistic goals. Mm. I mean, like, talk over it, right? So don't force yourself to overcompensate so that, you know, you spoil your kind of mental well-being yeah. and get burnout yeah. and you're not, you're, you're not putting yourself in the best possible place yeah. to succeed as well. Be kind to yourself also. Right? You're a mother. Come on, you're already amazing, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I think that if, you, if you're not kind of afraid to, 
really bring out this point mm. and like set an expectation with your boss. Hey, this is I will kind of deliver, but you know, can I kind of you know go back home at this certain time? You know, like I need to put my child to bed at this time. You know, but blah 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 and things mm. like that. Mm. Right? But mm. I mean, bottom line is that you know, like I'm very committed to it. But these are some of the areas that you know me I have. Do because of my responsibilities. Okay, sure. so I think that you have to set some of these up. Right, I mean that's just an example. Right. Yeah. I'm glad that you talked about splitting the responsibilities because at times men should be making those requests as well that, you know, I need to go home at a certain time to put my child to bed. So that, again, will level the playing field. But you've talked a lot about how women should be adjusting, right, and how they should be priming themselves for the workplace. How should the workplaces be priming themselves to welcome these women back? A lot of people talk about diversity. You've mentioned it several times as well. The company really has to believe in diversity and really has to have the policies in place to encourage diversity, right? And every line manager, every person in the company, your peers as well, should be sensitized to all of these issues, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yes. So while, you know, a lot of diversity agenda is on the company's mind, I think that um, the reality is how to go and go about it is actually still, there's still a gap in that. Just for an example, mm. you know, even I was talking to, uh, you know, like a, a client the other day, they kind of mentioned that even listening, I mean, if you take a step back and listen to kind of somebody interview, even that kind of has a bit of gender bias in it because the way that you put forth the questions, you may put women at a disadvantage already. So even starting from that process to, you know, really level the playing field a little bit more in terms of the criteria that you set, you know, the the interviews, that um, the process that you go through. I, I think, you know, generally just have to look at many aspects in order to make it more possible for women in the workplace to do well, to to be comfortable coming back, etc. I mean, you're absolutely right. Um, that's a lot that we can still do. There's some that's been done. For example, the flexible arrangements, as I mentioned, it's really a, a lot more widespread now. One of the good things that came out in the two years but there's still a lot more that can be done. Mm, one of the most important things really is to keep that conversation going, keep getting ideas on how we can get this done a lot better. We've been speaking with Chuk Ying, who is Chief Growth Officer at Seek Asia. Really appreciate your time this morning. You take care and stay safe, yeah? Thanks a lot, Barati. Thanks a lot, Elliot. It's been amazing talking to you guys. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.